Before we start this episode, we have a quick message from our sponsors. If you're studying for the Foreign Service Officer Test like us, we have a great study tool for you. Besides listening to our podcast, we also use FSO Compass. On FSO Compass, you can find practice tests for every section, comprehensive courses that guide you through the entire application process, and you can even connect with other aspiring U.S. diplomats. The resources have really helped us prepare, and we hope they help you too. To access FSO Compass and get 10% off your annual subscription, be sure to use the link in our description box. Good luck! Hi everyone, I'm Jack, and welcome back to another mini-sode of How Did We Not Know That? Last week, we recently released an episode on the dot-com bubble where we talked about the emergence of internet-based companies in the mid to late 90s. So if you haven't heard that episode, be sure to check it out. Unfortunately though, with the rise of the internet, there was also another nasty byproduct that arose at the same time known as the internet flame wars. You may be wondering, what is a flame? So flaming is the online act of posting insults, often laced with profanity or other offensive language on social networking sites. Flaming is anonymous and it emerged with internet forums and chat rooms that allowed people to hide their identity, enabling them to act more aggressively. This is actually different from trolling, which is the act of someone going online or in person and causing conflict without hiding their identity. But honestly, the terms are so similar, I would argue that trolling is just a more modern term to describe flaming. One could say that trolls start internet flame wars and thus flame wars are a form of trolling. So, why are people so mean? Social researchers have theorized that the flaming phenomenon is a result of de-individualization, disinhibition, and reduced awareness of other people's feelings and social norms. Which makes sense. It's easy to forget that you're talking to real people when you're only looking at a screen all day. Also, if we want to give trolls the benefit of the doubt, we could say that the lack of social cues to indicate appropriate interaction are missing when you're not face-to-face. When the web became public in 1993, more and more people got online and were eager to meet other users from all around the world. Chat rooms then started to emerge where people could pop in and talk about any topic that their hearts desired. There were also public forums where people could ask questions on various topics to users from all around the world. Yay, globalization! I'm sure we've all had an experience when you're talking about a subject that you're not really familiar with and you're feeling scared to ask a question or anxious that you'll say the wrong thing because you don't want to appear incompetent or have anyone criticize you. Literally the story of my life with this podcast. Um, (laughs) Maybe you give yourself a pep talk and work up the courage to make that comment or ask a question and then someone responds in a slightly sarcastic or sometimes hurtful way. Most times hurtful way. So the same thing is bound to happen in these online chat rooms. Here's an example from an online forum in 1994 where a user under the name Siegel posts a question explaining how they are dating this girl and want to invite her over but are too nervous because their cats keep throwing up everywhere, all around the house, it's pretty graphic. They say, what should I do? I love my cats, so I don't want to get rid of them, but I can't go on like this anymore. It's my love life or them. Please help. 
with multiple exclamation points. They seem clearly distressed and are obviously seeking advice from the good people of the internet. Unfortunately, someone decides to reply with, get a sense of humor and a life in that order. Maybe it wasn't meant to come off as rude as it did, but unfortunately, Siegel then stops responding to the thread and we don't ever hear from them again. Sad. This often sarcastic, creative, and usually hurtful comment is what we call a flame. Others then usually join in, hence starting a flame war. Flame wars are typically threads of messages that are derogatory in nature or completely off topic with the sole purpose of offending or upsetting others. Interestingly, the act of flaming was originally admired by very early web users who believed a good flame was an art form that could spark dialogue. According to a 1994 internet use guide called Netiquette, a good flame doesn't just insult, it creates a space for debate and dialogue. Despite the optimistic view of anonymous behavior from web users at the rise of the internet, flame wars often did become harmful and offensive, typically using extremely derogatory language. When flames did become abusive, they were able to report it to moderators, block the user, or of course, if you had the mental strength and capacity, you could just ignore it. However, it was not even possible back then for moderators of groups to manually remove hate speech and threats across thousands of chat rooms in the 90s. Nevertheless, try to monitor the billions of web users that we have today. Flaming, trolling, cyberbullying are things we struggle with terribly on all forms of social media today, and with an increase in online users every single day, there is also going to be an increase in flames. There never really was an end to the 90s flame wars, but times are changing and new technology is coming out. So I'll actually leave you with some food for thought on how you think we can handle flaming issues. Should we utilize artificial intelligence? Should we create businesses that specialize in removal of flames? Should we ignore it until it goes away? Tweet us at HDWNKT with your thoughts. Most importantly, the best way to fight flame wars is to just be nice on the internet. So be nice. Okay, bye. <laughs> this has been an episode of How Did We Not Know That? If you liked it, don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also follow us on all social media, including YouTube, at How Did We Not Know That? If you thought our podcast was low quality, we know. We thought so too. Help us improve the podcast by contributing to our Patreon. Thank you for listening and see you guys next week.